गुड मॉर्निंग अफ्रीका हाउ यू आर आर वेलकम टू द सेवेंटीन एपिसोड ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट अफ्रीका द नेक्स्ट बिग थिंग एंड द मिशन ऑफ दिस पॉडकास्ट इज टू हेल्प एफ्रीकन ऑन्टरप्रेनोर्स बिकम इन्फ्लुएंट लीडर्स बाय प्रमोटिंग आउट योर ब्रांड योर कल्चर एंड शेयरिंग योर सक्सेस स्टोरी सो दैट यू विल बी यू नो इजीली कनेक्टेड विद फॉरन इन्वेस्टर्स एंड दिस विल कीप द एफ्रीकन यूथ इंस्पायर यू नो दैट यू नो इन लाइफ देर आर लॉट ऑफ टाइम्स वेन वी मेक अ गोल बट sometimes we don't be able to uh, you know find our purpose and as it says you know a goal without a proper purpose is just a wish you know so the guest that we are having today mr isaac ajay he is somebody who is an expert he helps lot of students lot of uh, people who are just starting out their career to know their life purpose and this is going to be our main topic today and he is also a content creator he is a social preneur he also help millennials to uncover their purpose and you know put it to work deliver value and create a positive change in the society so let's not wait for him the new year is coming in few days now so you know let's take lot of insights from him and here he comes he is live with us and here he is hi mr isaac how are you i'm good thank you very much raj for welcoming me Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you so much, and thank you so much for thank your you. precious time. Thank I know you are very busy person with lot of projects, but yes. thank you so much. You know, today you are here, live with us. So thank you very much for great. having me. Yeah, yeah, it's great to have you. And you know, yes, just before because that yes, our topic is very interesting today. So before we just jump to the topic, I would like to know a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get started? What you a little your backstory, your education, what was your childhood like? Yes, please. Over to you. Hmm. Thank you very much. And like you said, my name is uh, Isaac Olasukomi Ajayi. I'm from okay. the state <laughs> out west Nigeria. I okay. came from an entrepreneurial background. With both parents who have discovered their passions and pursued them victoriously. So my dad was a professional photographer, and he built his life from the fortunes he made from photography. today he is 83 years of age and still training people in that field uh, my mom was a trader a typical market woman who says who says uh, uh relatively over daily needs uh and uh, she has retired today from that due, due to her health so growing up with that mindset i have set out my mind that i am going to establish a brand that will touch people's lives So I studied business administration and management as my first degree, and uh, proceeded to back a four postgraduate diplomas: one in human resources management, and the second in project management and construction, and the third in customer relationship management, and the fourth in oil and gas production management, from International College of Safety and Management Professionals. And so after that, I proceeded to having my master of science in business studies. from school of business and trade in Switzerland i also had a level 7 diploma in business administration from london institute of business studies and okay. finally i proceeded to having my master of business administration with a specialization in advanced artificial intelligence and the future of automation from nexford university and so my 8 plus years of journey in human resources management as a human resources professional was one of self discovery i discover my calling while working with people of various calibers motivating encouraging assisting 
resolving disputes and putting smiles on people's faces. It's amazing how people kept coming to me and calling me to get my opinion on every issue, even in their personal lives. And how once I suggest an idea, they follow through on it and it works. This was how I discovered what I really love doing, which also makes me happy to assist people in discovering and uh, defining their passion and purpose and putting it into action. Help people discover what fires them up to get things going and add fuel to that fire, to instill the passion, inspiration, and enthusiasm in people that drive them to behave in the ways that promote personal, societal, and organization growth and development, to infuse energy and connection into people's lives through a value-driving leadership from a deep sense of purpose and responsibility to improve performance, deliver values, Great. and create positive change. So I got started with the purpose pressure out of passion, out of passion to help millennials and Generation Z, which we call Gen Z, to uncover their purpose, gain clarity, and put it to work. So the purpose pressure is relatively very young. It was funded January this year with the mandate okay. to help people discover their purposes so that they can maximize their potentials towards a fulfilling, impactful, and influential life. So that's that about my background, Chirad. Oh, amazing, amazing, you know, and thank you so much for sharing it. So my question yeah. to you is now, uh, you know, so what were the challenges in your journey? Like when you just decided that, yes, you have to go through this, the purpose pressure that you have mentioned. And what was the tipping point where you decided, yes, this is the time that you want to start on your own? Okay. Ah, talking about challenges, one of it was loneliness. You know, when you are starting something wrong, uh, you will be the only one and your mind thinking about, okay, what am I going to do? Being a socialpreneur or an entrepreneur or a social entrepreneur is a learning career and can be overwhelming regardless of how successful you have been in your previous job. Looking in the mirror right. and just seeing yourself as the one and only person to make your company successful is damn scary. You can agree with me because it's something that you are doing or that you have done of before. <laughs> but not yes. having to play corporate, but when you think about not having to play uh, corporate political games, and the opportunity to build a venture which represents your values, as in personal values and passion. It will motivate one to dive into social entrepreneurship. So it is challenging to wake up and uh, up and uh, be an employee number one for one of your own no company. That is, you are your number one employee, you only number one employee yes. in your organization. I know how uh, it so feels. <laughs> <laughs> feel. So well, that would be another statement if I said uh, it, uh, it wasn't uh, lowly. So it was very lowly. So the second challenge is this, a challenge of making the right decision. Uh, am I making the right decision? That is all the, the, the question I usually ask myself. When you have nobody else to depend upon to make a big decision with, which could greatly impact your startup company, how do you know it is right? Sometimes ask yourself, am I right? These are many times I have second-guessed my decision uh, and I've, I, I've also realized I made wrong choice. I make wrong decisions, even sometimes. But ultimately, the final decisions as the founder and a social entrepreneur, you, you understand, is 100% my responsibility. So one must have confidence in one's ability to make a decision which is independent of personal emotions 
or safe driving. You understand? So not a single person, especially a first-timer or a first-time social entrepreneur, has the depth of knowledge or experience to make right decision every time even those who had experience in organization. I have always looked for a well-experienced mentor or successful entrepreneur to leverage as an advisor during this venture. And uh, another one, which is the third challenge I had was uh, uh, sometimes when you become an entrepreneur or social entrepreneur, unexpectedly due to circumstances outside of your control, you don't have time to stockpile cash reserves. You don't have a lot of money in reserve. So financing this business, Minimal savings and home equity loans becomes the only option you have. And, uh, and that puts a huge amount of prayer and motivation for succeeding. That you borrow money from somebody, you have to succeed in order to repay them back. You understand? So, uh, by the way, borrowing from friends, uh, family can only be considered once one business model has proven itself to be successful uh, or as, as a last resort. So we are growing systematically. Uh, the purpose pressure is growing systematically. We are doing what we can do with what we have. And so irrespective of lack of finance, irrespective of loneliness and the, and, and, the, and the bad decisions that we have made, I can tell you authoritatively because of the passion that I have in this to touch people's life, we have started with what we, we have. Uh, we, we, we are doing what we can with what we have. Thank you very much. Chiraj? Yes. Amazing, amazing, you know, and thank you so much for your openness. Like you have shared so much thing, and I really appreciate that. Thank so, you very much. Uh, yes, as you are, a, you know, a purpose preacher and all those things, so which is great. Like you are helping a lot of people, you know, to know and find their purpose and passion. So like yes. essays, you know, companies perform better when they know that what is the purpose, you know, the company Definitely. purpose and also employees also perform better when they know the company purpose. So how purpose is important in business and leadership? Hmm. Thank you very much for that question. You see, everyone at every level of the organization or business must be able to articulate the purpose, to know why they are working together and what they are accomplishing. Number two, the why of the organization is its purpose. I say it again, the why of the organization is its purpose. Its companion, its vision, is its what. The what of an organization is a visual representation of what the organization will look like when its purpose is realized. Number three, purpose promotes organization alignment. Every day, thousands, if not tens of thousands of employees make countless decisions and take countless actions that must be aligned with the organization's overall goals and strategy. You will agree with me, it is the glue that holds the organization together. Keep it cohesive yes. and on the track to achieve the larger vision. So on the part of leadership, purpose is the soul of leadership. You will agree with me on that too. Effective leadership begins with purpose. Effective leaders use purpose to show their teams what is possible and what is within reach. Without purpose, leaders, individuals, and teams can easily go off track. You will agree with me on that. So yeah. the leader must embody the purpose. It is the responsibility of the leader, uh, as the leader, rather, to articulate, to model, and embody purpose in every communique, in every conversation and interaction. But make no mistake. Your sense of purpose has nothing to do with your ego or your achievement. 
your teams as a leader must see the alignment between what you envision, the values you live by, and the strategy you outline to get there to be truly motivated and highly effective. So if you are sincere, expressing your enthusiasm, we energize the entire teams. So that is the importance, those are the importance of purpose in both organization and in leadership, Shirad. Yes, oh, amazing amazing you know and uh, so so like you know the topic you know our topic is also like you know i have told my audience that we are going to know the five tips you know on how to find your purpose in life so what are the five tips that you want to give okay easy tips well, so that they can okay. listen to this today and they will find it definitely definitely okay you see let me start with this simple analogy you, okay. you see it is very important to find yes. where your abilities and personal drive intersects with the needs of others. Yes. It is very important to find where your abilities and personal drive intersect with the needs of others. I believe that you can find that junction by answering the following three questions. Number one, what do I love? Number two, what am I good at? Number three, what does the world need? Yes. Once these three questions are answered, you have already uncovered your life purpose. Where your God-given talents, abilities, passion, and the needs of the world cross, there lies your purpose. Simply put, where your God-given talents, ability, passion, and you can even have strength, and the needs of the world, where it cross, there lies your purpose. So simply put, those are this, this, uh, this is the simple analogy to, to which you can find your purpose in life. And like I said again, I believe that you can find that junction by answering the following three questions. Number one, what do I love? What am I good at? What does the world need? Once these questions are answered, you have already uncovered your life purpose. So have this in mind. Where your God-given talent, ability, passion, and even strengths, and the needs of the world cross, there lies your purpose. Thank you very much. Ray. Amazing, Shira. amazing. So these are three tips that can change your sure. life. The one that De you have definitely. mentioned. Definitely. Amazing, definitely. amazing, amazing, definitely. amazing. Thank you know. You. So, uh, so Mr. Uh, Isaac, you know, like, see, everybody' purpose is different. Like, uh, for a man, purpose is different. For a woman, purpose is different. Always. So, according to you, like, uh, you know, how to find a purpose as a man? I want you to answer that. And also how to find a purpose if you are a woman, because you have worked with yeah. both of them. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Thank you very much. Being a man yes. and a father, yeah. you understand. I can tell you categorically uh, uh, how to find your purpose as a man. Okay. Coming back from the thieves that I just explained. The tips to find your purpose that I just talked about applies to both man and woman. But not only that, however, some clarifications differentiate certain things. So as a man, how do you find your purpose? Number one, you must know that as a man, you are a potential father. Yes. You are a potential father as a man. So as a man, this is how to find your purpose. You see what you are good at. That is your talent. It can be anything. What you are good at, that is your challenge. It can be anything. If what you are good at is something that you love, that is your vocation. 
like my dad, I told you, he loved photography. And he loved it so much, it became his, pro, it became his vocation. And everything he made in his life, building house, banker, and doing good things, raising his children, he made it from photography. So if what you are good at is something that you love, that is your vocation. If you are good at it, and you love it, and it benefits you, that is your job as a man. Now, this is the last step. If you are good at it, if you love it, if it benefits you, and it benefits your family, this time around your wife and your children, and you can improve someone else's life with it, that is your purpose in life. If you are good at it, if you love it, if it benefits you, if it benefits your family, and you don't have problem combining it with them, if it improves someone else's life, that is your purpose in life as a man. Now, let me go to how to find your purpose as a woman. Yeah. Like I said, concerning a man, every man is a potential father. And so I'm going to tell you that every woman is a potential mother too. Yes. So every woman is a potential mother and automatically our purpose encompasses our family. Is that not? You, 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 yes. you, can, you, can, you, you can testify to that. So if you are given one hour as a woman, if you are given one hour on a stopwatch to talk about something, that, 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 to talk about something, what will it be? That is, if you are given one hour as a woman on a stopwatch to talk about something, what will it be? If you can answer that, take note of it. Now, the question is, do you love waking up on a Monday morning or do you constantly wish it was Friday evening? If you love waking up on Monday morning, take note of what drives your passion as a woman to want to wake up very early on Monday morning. Now, this is the final step. The question is, what do you love to do as a woman? How passionate are you about it? Number yes. three, can you happily combine it with the family and still be very much happy? If your answer to these questions is yes, that is your purpose as a woman. What do you love to do as a woman? Are you passionate about it? Can you happily combine it with your family, that is your husband and your children, and still be very much happy and touch lives? If your answer is yes, that is your purpose as a woman. Chirai, yes. thank you very much. Oh, amazing. Amazing, Mr. Isaac. And I hope, you know, my viewers, you know, you guys are uh, also getting a lot of insight. So I would urge you that you guys just take out your notepad, pen and paper and write all the points that he is telling because it's really, really insightful. So, Mr. Isaac, my next question to you is, you know, I don't like to do comparisons, first of all. But, you know, if I compare Africa, you know, Africa is a continent which has huge potential. We all know that. And no yeah, doubt about it. And that's what, you know, my channel name is Africa is the next big thing. But uh, till now, I would say like, you know, why I won't take it like, you know, Africa failed, but why Africa is lacking behind when it's compared to North America, Europe, Asia, or even South America? Why Africa okay. is a little behind from them? What is the main Thank reason? You. Thank you for that question. You may not want to say it. Uh, from where you are coming from, you hesitated, like you said. But I can categorically tell you that African continent failed. There is no mm -hmm. doubt about that. And I will tell you why. African continent failed 
because it has thrown away the future of our youth. Mm -hmm. The future of any continent, you will agree with me, or any country depends on our youth. On our youth. Africa yes. as a continent has a very vibrant youth with prospects, but these prospects are wasting away in the street of all African nations. You have been to Africa, you have been to Ghana, you have been to Nigeria. Yes. You can testify to this. The potential yes. of young people in the driving force of our collective, uh, as African continent, as African, uh, uh, African as a continent rather, has a very vibrant use with prospects. But these prospects are wasting away, like I said, in the street of African nation. The potential of people in the driving force is the driving force of our collective prosperity. That is the potential of young people, I mean, is the driving force of our collective prosperity. You will agree with me. And this is particularly relevant to Africa, whose population is projected to represent over 40% of the world's young people in less than three generations. By 2050, research had it that the teeming numbers of young Africans are forecast to form over a quarter of the world's labor force. Moreover, there is growing consensus that Africans' youthfulness will continue to grow for the next 50 years while other continents are aging. However, young Africans who should give momentum to the continent's transformation are largely annihilated and marginalized. You will agree with me on that. You have been to Africa before. Although yes. past decades have seen advances in terms of policy commitment to youth development, both nationally and regionally, such gains have not always been matched by action on the ground. Far too many young people, too many youth, are still jobless in Africa. You will agree with me on that. And struggle to even access public resources and quality social services. They are barely involved in policy formulation and programs design as their participation in politics and decision-making. And their decision-making is even limited and often unheard of. At the same time, the yardstick for the sources of African countries will be adequately measured by future generations if policies are weighed against action to foster transformation, inclusiveness, and even development. You will agree with me on that. And so that has been why African as a nation is lagging behind, like I said. And that is why African as a continent rather has failed vigorously. They thrown away the future of their youth, and they are not doing something about it. Back to you, Shirad. Yes. Uh, and, you know, thank you so much for being so much open about it. But Africa is growing now. You know, I would say, like, because this yeah, continent definitely. has a huge potential. Yeah. As you said, the asset of this continent is, I even mentioned this in the last podcast, are the youth. The youth are the future of Africa. And definitely. they are changing. But they will only change. Now we know that you know, the, everything is becoming digital. Digitalization is coming. So youth Definitely. should invest more into digital right now. That's the time. Definitely. This is the time. Why other Definitely. continents are growing? Because they are moving to new technologies fast. So Definitely. you also have to do it. You know, that's Definitely. what, you know, it's Definitely. no doubt. So yeah, my uh, Mr. Isaac, my next question to you. So where do you see yourself after five years? And oh. what about like you? Do you have any plans to collaborate with others? What you are doing right now? Mm, definitely, I I have plan in the next five years to this time. You see, 
I I see I see myself or well, I see this social entrepreneur as, uh, as 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 in five years I see us as becoming a formidable brand that everyone, most especially the millennials and the Gen Z, we reckon with. I see us having a school of purpose, discovery, and fulfillment to produce responsible kingdom citizens capable of transforming, impacting, and influencing their generation and future generation with their God-given purpose and potentials in their various peers and influence. So I see, us having, I see us having a consulting school that fosters youth entrepreneurship spirit because that is the only thing that can help African youths. So yes, we are very much open to collaboration all over the world because there is no nation that doesn't value its youth. And any nation that doesn't value its youth, such nation, we definitely feel. Back yes. to you, Gerard. Yeah. So uh, Mr. Isaac, my next question to you is like, what do you want to appeal to the you know investors because you know this episode you know will be watched by investors and a lot of people who are from north america europe from dubai middle east and india how big is yeah. africa market mm. so i would say to investors from those nations that you have mentioned that the best time to invest in africa is now talking about the markets i will first of all talk about the population african you will agree with me is an emerging market African yes, has yes. a large population of youth, making it a potential workforce benefit for investors. Over 60% of the continent's population is below 25. You will agree with yes. me on that. You have been to Africa, you have worked there. The, yeah, work, what the, the World Economic Forum describes Africa's youthful population as opportunity to, I mean, as opportunity for significant economic transformation and growth. For example, Nigeria is the most populous African country with over 206 million population. Investors can benefit from the population to build a large workforce for rewarding opportunities. Number two, like you said the other time, digital transformation. Africa leads the world in mobile adoption, which continues to offer the biggest cross-sectoral economic opportunity. Mobile payment networks pioneered in West Africa and East Africa Open the we had global economy to the poor on bank city and rural dwellers. Companies such as Novartis, sorry, I'm mentioning it here, are using mobile telecommunication to manage their supply chain. Holam has used mobile to reach out to new African suppliers and farmers. This mobile initiative has achieved huge success. So mobile is the area where Africa has pushed beyond the boundaries. You will agree with me on that. And African yeah. tech incubators are pushing to innovate. So what's next? Investment. So in this area, investors, this you appeal to investors in all those countries that you have mentioned to come to Africa as, as a continent and start investment. Back to you, Gerard. Yes, no amazing, you know, and of course they have to come. This is the right time Dem to definitely, enter and definitely. the market. Yes, definitely. of course. Yeah. Definitely. So, Mr. Isaac, you know, now the last question, it's the last question and I ask this in okay. every episode. So, what okay. advice do you want to give to a youngster who is between 18 to 25 who is watching this episode right now? Hmm. Thank, thank, thanks very much for that question. I will first of all start with this. Don't give up. Don't let the economy and politics blow your purpose. 
Number one, you need to uncover your purpose as early as possible so that you can impact your world positively, starting from Africa. Number two, get unstuck and face the future with fearless confidence. You yes. have potential. You can face it. You can achieve anything you want to achieve. You need to get direction and align your life in line with what God has called you to do in, 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 in alignment with your passion and purpose in life. This is the time, African youth, this is the time. This is the time to discover your purpose and pursue it vigorously, victoriously. And so I will tell you again, don't give up. Don't let what is happening in Africa to our economy, in politics, to blow your purpose. You need to uncover your purpose as early as possible so that you can impact your world positively starting from Africa. You need to get yourself unstuck and face the future with fearless confidence. You need to get direction and ally your life in line with your purpose in life. This is the time to discover your purpose and pursue it victoriously. Back to you, Chirad. Yes, yes. Amazing, amazing. You know, and thank you so much, Mr. Isaac, for coming over here and sharing all your valuable, you know, stories and everything, you know, the insight that you have shared. It's really, really valuable. And I appreciate you for that. So to all the thank viewers, I hope you have learned. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. It's my pleasure. So thank uh, So to all the viewers, you know, uh, we are coming. No, no, we are meeting next week. <laughs> as simple as that. So uh, I just want to say to all the viewers, you know, I see this is the time this is really the time to invest in yourself i say this in every episode and i'll say it again go and learn new things new technology about new digitalization i know a lot of people as i've told you and i'm again mentioning this when i started my career in digital i started besides my job in ghana so i used to work online for two three hours for americans sitting in ghana and making money in us dollars so if I can do that, that time you guys can also do that. And how will you do that when you are going to invest and learn new skills? It's that simple. So it's not that hard. Yes. So, okay. I'll see you all uh, in the next episode next week. Till then. Bye. And thank you so much, Mr. Isaac, for coming. Thank you very much, Shirai. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. And God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye.